Welcome to another episode of the Dan and Joe Sports Show. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Joe. All right, Joe. Uh, we got a big tournament coming up starting Thursday. Uh, the PGA tournament is coming back and yet another iteration of golf switching around when they do their majors. This makes it quite confusing, but I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, we got some guys out here that are looking for their first major who can maybe come through, and then some guys that are coming back have had a lot of success and they're bringing it back to Kiwi Island in Hawaii which is a really fascinating venue to get to watch it at. I always love watching any major they do in Hawaii because it's just so beautiful and you've got such a difference in the vast landscape from the blue water to the mountains and uh, to the kind of rough terrain you have there and it's always great golf at these events. How often have they had majors in uh, Hawaii? It happens probably once every maybe like 10 years or so it's not very it's not very common but when it is it's really like it's a really great site it just plays yeah. visually and the weather's perfect too so you get to see not a lot of uh, conditions like rain or wind come into play and you really get to see how good the players are i mean kind of the only thing you see you see a little bit of surf but it's not like the wind is really making a whole lot of effect it, it's kind of similar to when you watch a play at pebble beach almost looks like that yeah i could see that but, Joe, you know, we're coming off of, of course, uh, Matsuyama's uh, big win in the Masters. And I know he's one of the guys out there that, of course, was his favorite because everybody likes to do that when somebody wins their first major. But right now, the overwhelming Vegas favorite to take, out, take the, uh, the PGA Championship this year is Rory McIlroy. Um, you know, I think that's a little bit of, you know, it's a little recency playing well. By the same token, it's been a very long time since he's won a major, and I just don't really see it. When was the last time he won a major? I think it's been about six years since he won one. And, of course, yeah. he won where he won about four or five of them in two or three years, and people were really starting to think, well, maybe this guy could be someone that can one day be in the same hemisphere as Tiger in terms of his majors. And, of course, it, it went downhill pretty quick. I mean, just the same thing with Jordan Speed. It didn't really last the very top very long. And I mean, it just shows you how difficult it is. In my opinion, golf is the most difficult sport in the world. And Rory has definitely been through a downhill run for many years. I and mean, he's picked it up in the last year. So I think that might be more of a look at a story than I think of actually winning a major. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. But, Joe, i got two guys right now that have not won a major that I think have a really good chance this weekend. One of them has been kind of working their way through the ranks in the last four or five years, playing some really solid golf and making some good finishes in majors. Um, of course, I'm talking about Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, it looks kind of like Jesus. He's got the look that everybody loves, the beard, the long hair. Uh, you know, he's, he's British. And he hits the ball a long way. He's very consistent. And he's a super likable player. And he's put himself in the position a lot of times to win majors and never really has gotten it done. But I was, like, doing my research as the guy that I think would be good. He kind of shot to the top of my list as someone that he's due for a major. So I look for him to possibly be a guy to, to bring him his first major this weekend. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, I've never heard of him until now, so I have nothing, you know, I could – Offer as far as analysis, but who's your second guy? Uh, my second guy is one that you and I talked about after the last major that uh, Matsuyama took out, and that, of course, is Will Zalatoris. I thought he played really great in the Masters, and kind of, you know, when I was really impressed by him, he was consistent the entire tournament. He never let the limelight get to him, 
and really kind of almost came back on Matsuyama at the end when he started falling apart. And I was just very impressed with the way that Salisbury's handled himself as a young golfer. And he looked like a guy that's kind of unflappable that I see a, I see a, a rise coming in. And I, I kind of was thinking that that's not going to be a one-trick pony. And he looks like someone that, especially in this kind of course, can play quite well. Yeah, I was impressed with him at the Masters. Um, I think, didn't he play college golf at Wake Forest? Yes. And he seems like the type of guy that kind of has the style for people to kind of latch on to as far as fanfare. I feel like he's going to get headlines with that in addition, you know, to his play on the on the course. He's got a great personality. He's a good-looking guy. He's someone that's easy to like. And like I said, his play really kind of speaks for itself. And I think the kind of uh, consistent way that he dealt with all the pressures that you're going to have out there would be good in a place like Hawaii where you're going to get a lot of limelight. And I think that maybe he's a guy that if he doesn't win it this time, at least I think he'll place well. And, Joe, I've got a couple other people that are guys that have won majors before that I think are probably going to come back and win another one. Uh, traditionally, the PGA tournament favors guys who hit the ball a long way. Uh, the Masters is one that doesn't really matter for him. I mean, you've seen guys like Zach Johnson who can barely hit it 280, 290 yards win the Masters. That's not a big deal. Uh, and is another one that doesn't really matter that much because it's so difficult. It's really consistency that brings through. And of course, the British Open is one that really makes no difference whatsoever how far you hit it because of the way the course is played, the link style, you get a lot more run on your shots. And a lot of the really great drivers like Dustin Johnson or Tiger Woods or John Daly, the courses are so short, they don't even use their drivers. So that's what really sets the PGA tournament apart from pretty much any of these other ones. Thus, Anything I'm going to throw out there is a guy that I think can win. This guy who's a heavy hitter. I'm talking about Bryson DeChambeau. I think this is a great opportunity for Bryson to get another major. The PGA really favors those long hitters. And of course, Bryson DeChambeau can play linebacker in the NFL. He's so huge right now. He drives the ball a country mile. And, you know, he's been playing so great the last year. I look for Bryson to take over the second major. How do they decide? I just thought of a question. How do they decide who's going to host a major like this? Like, is there um, a certain course they look at, or do they do it like hosting site as far as, you know, um, is it a big city or people are going to attend? Like, what is the, the criteria? Well, Joe, once your course gets to a certain level where it's considered PGA championship worthy or U.S. Open championship worthy, uh, to be honest, they switch off. A lot of times you'll have majors that are played at the PGA, and, and then that same venue will be used for the U.S. Open. They're kind of interchangeable, so sometimes they'll be played at both. You get your course to that level, and they put it on a rotating system. I think it's something like there are 10 to 12 different courses they use, and they just rotate it out through that time frame. Is it anything like the rotation with, like, the New Year's Six? Uh, well, it is, but it's also many more years than that because the New York New Year Six, you only have six different options in terms of where the championship is going to be every year or where the playoff games are going to be like once every three years. So, I mean, it's just it's an extended version of that. So, you know, like I said, any time it comes between 10 to 15 different places are hosting majors and they just kind of rotate it in. And it's the same thing with I think there's probably a, like a little lesser. I think it's maybe more like eight to ten in that range in terms of courses where they have the British Open at. And they just rotate it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. 
And then Joe, the last person that I have that I think could have a really good run, and he's more of a utility knife golfer. I'm talking about Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas really can kind of do everything. His game is suited for winning in any major. I mean, the guy really does no flaws in this game. He hasn't played his best golf lately, but I saw some flashes kind of at the end of the Masters that made me think Justin Thomas could be in for possibly winning a major this year because he's got a great game, been the world number one before. He's had a little bit of a dip, but like I said, one of the most consistent players out there. And I think that his style also really fits this course. I look for Justin Thomas, a uh, University of Alabama golfer, to come through and maybe get a second major. Okay, which major did he win previously? I believe that Justin Thomas actually did win the, uh, the PGA. That was the one that he won. Okay, cool. So Thomas, Thomas is a really good golfer, and he's someone that I would have actually already expected to have won multiple majors. So I'm looking at two guys right now that are in the top ten, and DeChambeau and Justin Thomas that are looking for their second major, and they're the ones that I would say are the favorites in my opinion to win it. Okay. I just don't trust What's that? I just don't trust Rory right now. He hasn't given me any reason to think that he's ready to come back and win another major. I hope I'm wrong because I really like Rory McIlroy. I mean, he's been a player that I've liked for a long time. I just don't see it. Uh, Jordan Spieth, I thought, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to put him out there as someone that went. He didn't do a whole lot for me in the Masters. After all the the pause that he had been getting lately, it just didn't really uh, didn't really come through for him. So I think that, you know, I think Rory and, and Justin, uh, Rory and Jordan Spieth are fools gold in this. Well, it's kind of like those college football programs we talk about all the time, like in Nebraska, like whether they're back or not. I feel like sometimes, you know, the media – wants a certain golfer to be back when they, you know, aren't necessarily back at that point. That's right. Well, Joe, I think, um, you know, on that subject, uh, we can, we can go into this and we'll have a new, uh, a new, new, uh, podcast. And we'll talk a little bit about, uh, LeBron and Steph Curry. Uh, and as always, I'm Dan. And I'm Jeff.